Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cause I saddle up my horse and I ride into the city. Hey, good morning. Donna and Steve at your service. Hump day. Whoop, whoop. Thank you for listening. Uh, Don McLean is joining us as well. Hey, Don. Hey, Don. Hi. Ooh, let's see here. We got a we got a jam-packed show all of a sudden. I know, right? Lots uh, happening today. Of course, we we'll get to the uh, breaking news out of Hollywood yesterday that just happened here in, in one moment. Don't forget, it's a Wednesday, which means at 1130, we play the Millennial X Games. Yeah. So make sure you stick around for that. That's an hour three. Also at 11 o'clock today, um, I bet you either own a pair of LuLaRoe pants mm-hmm. or maybe you sold LuLaRoe pants. LuLaRoe. LuLaRoe. If so, mm-hmm. there is a new documentary out on Amazon Prime called Lula Rich about the rise and quasi fall of the company. I've watched three episodes of it. We'll have a discussion about that today. Oh, I can't wait. I, don't, I know nothing no about idea. this. A uh, multi-level marketing company, LuLaRoe. Yeah. Are you familiar, Dawn? No, I just looked it up right now. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I mean, if you know, it's kind of like all these companies, you know, like Beauty Counter... Uh, Beachbody, you name the, there's so many of these companies out there. I knew there. nothing of this. Well, this, this, it's, it's fascinating. So we'll talk about that at 11. And then I wonder if somehow, some way, butterfly effect, did I cause the cannibalism of Army Hammer? You know how Army <laughs> Hammer started like wanting <laughs> oh, to my. eat people? Yeah. I yes, stumbled yes. on old video oh. yesterday that involves me and one of his former co-stars, Johnny Depp. Okay. And the topic of cannibalism comes up. No. No. What are the chances of that? Steve. That, that today. Don't oh. start blaming me. All right. That today at 945. Fine. Oh, thank God. I was so glad you said 945 because I don't want to miss it. You'll be here for it. Oh, You'll be here great. for it. Great. You know, uh, yesterday I was walking out of the, uh, the uh, I had a brief meeting over here yesterday afternoon. And then I hear Millennial Hannah come out and she says, hey, Norm MacDonald just died. And it was like, it, what God. are you talking about? Out Isn't that crazy? I, and I saw, you know how you're on your computer and alerts will pop up. Like mm-hmm. I'll get things from in style and I saw it and I go, wow, I could have sworn that said Norm McDonald died, mm-hmm. but that's not possible. So I just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, didn't even relook at the headline. I just went, no, that's not, I, I'm seeing things. Well, he did in fact die and it's so sad. I was just at my cabin watching the SNL best of Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. And we were just laughing our faces off on um, his Burt Reynolds impression. So funny. (laughs) And then my friend Amy says, 
have you seen his show? He's got a really good show out. And I said, no, I don't know anything about it. So we'll have to do a little digging on that. But we do have a little uh, showbiz montage of comedy legend uh, Norm MacDonald. Hi, I'm Norm MacDonald, and this is the news. Well, this coming Monday is Oscar night, and three films, The English Patient, Secrets and Lies, and Shine, are locked in a tight race in the category, Best Picture There's Not a Chance in Hell I Will Ever See. In his book, O.J. Simpson says that he would have taken a bullet or stood in front of a train for Nicole. Man, I'm going to tell you, that is some bad luck when the one guy who would have died for you kills you. That's probably... Oprah Winfrey's longtime boyfriend, Stedman Graham, has written a new book called You Can Make It Happen, A Nine-Step Plan for Success. Step number one, become Oprah Winfrey's boyfriend. (laughs) Last week in Cleveland, the rock group Crosby, Stills, and Nash was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In addition, a special Lifetime Achievement Award was presented to David Crosby's liver. (laughs) Okay, folks, that's the news. Have a good thing. So good. He was such a great comedian. I hear that he was also really uh, a favorite guest on talk shows because you never knew what to expect from yeah, him. Yeah, folks just loved having him on. Yeah, he had been battling cancer for nine years. Here again, we see this. We saw it first with Chadwick Boseman. Then we saw it with John Travolta's wife, Kelly Preston. Yes, and now we see it with Norm MacDonald, these celebrities who make a conscious choice to battle cancer alone without alerting the world of right. what's going on. We were even listening to a little bit of a Norm MacDonald interview from a few years ago where it almost seemed like he was foreshadowing what was happening because he got the diagnosis about a decade ago and he was on this podcast and just saying you know isn't it isn't it braver if you don't tell everyone and you just carry on and don't burden your family and friends and the public with this information and instead just carry on until you can't carry on anymore and so that was clearly him foreshadowing i also saw a quote where he said You know, they say, uh, he said, I'm no doctor, but if you have cancer, when you die, the cancer dies with you. So that's not a loss. That's a draw, is what he said. Interesting. That's funny, actually. Uh, There are a lot of um, tributes coming out. Adam Sandler, Conan O'Brien, David Letterman, Jon Stewart, Seth Rogen. Uh, Sandler said, every one of us loved Norm. Some of the hardest laughs of my life with this man. Most fearless, funny, original guy we knew, an incredible dad, a great friend, a legend. Oh, um, Conan O'Brien said he was devastated about the loss. He had the most unique com- comedic voice I've ever encountered. He was so relentlessly and uncom- uncompromisingly funny. And he said he'll never laugh that hard again. I'm so sad for all of us today. Just, you know, super sad. You, I'm sure you can go on to... Twitter, Instagram, you'll oh, yeah. find all the tributes there. Do you want to hear a little bit before we uh, before we have to take a break of Norm McDonald as Burt Reynolds playing Family Feud? <laughs> Celebrity yeah. Jeopardy. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeopardy with Will Ferrell. Will that Ferrell is, is Alex Trebek. Yes, thank oh, you. God. Here's a little bit of that. Hmm. Hmm. It says pause. We believe in it. We, we believe it's coming in the right time. We love it. Not a minute before it needs to. <laughs> oh, 
By the way, Sean Connery. So funny. Who played Sean Connery? Was, was uh, uh, portrayed by Daryl Hammond. Oh, so who funny. Who does so many great impressions. That's what your mother said. Famous Roberts for 400. <laughs> and the answer is, this was John F. Kennedy's younger brother. Marlon Brando. What? What is Teddy? No. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. I'll tell you something, Alex. I, I think he's right. <laughs> no, he's not right. Remember the category famous Roberts in the Kennedy family. Who's Robert Blake? <laughs> this is the sound a doggy makes. Burt Reynolds. Who is um, Scooby-Doo? <laughs> No. That was a funny dog, Scooby-Doo. He drove around a van and uh, solved mysteries. That is incorrect. No, that's correct. <laughs> I remember, you had a pal, Scrappy-Doo. No. You know, why don't we just move on to Final Jeopardy? The answer is, this December 25th holiday involves decorating a tree and opening presents. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, it was my birthday. <laughs> Is your birthday on December 25th, Mr. Reynolds? No, July 7th. <laughs> Actually, I have your bio here. It's February 11th. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. He's a good guy. What? <laughs> Robert Blake, he's a good guy. Oh, just so good, his delivery. Uh, so there you it. go. So if you're just finding out the news, uh, Norm MacDonald, sadly, having passed away after a decade-long battle with cancer at the age of 61. When we come back, we will get into some things that make you go, huh? Can you figure this out? What did the very first vending machine dispense? Ooh, mm-hmm. love it. Bonus points if you guess where the first vending machine was. We'll get into that and other things you don't need to know, but you'll be happy that you do. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Hey, good morning, you guys. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, like fun facts. All righty, the very first vending machine dispensed what? Was it food? It was not. We got an email uh, response to this, which was cigarettes. It was oh. not. It was not cigarettes. But that's a good guess. Do you have a year? I do, but it's going to really throw you. This is going to throw you off, or maybe it'll get you closer to it. Dinosaur bones. You know, you're, yeah, (laughs) kind of sort of in the right place. Uh, The very first vending machine was in Egypt in the first century. Oh, Oh my gosh. Cats. Cats. Good one. Eyeliner. <laughs> Cleopatra. A gold cup. The first vending machine ever was in Egypt in the first century and it dispensed quote unquote holy water. Oh, that's lovely. I could use some holy water right about What now. did you put in to get the holy water? Like, I don't know. Like, like a, a stone? Shackle? A stone. Yeah. A cat. Mm. You keep going back to these cats. Were there a lot of cats back then? I think they, they were worshipped. Yes. Cats were worshipped? Yes. Black cats. Boy. I, oh, that's what I'm seeing. Really? Yeah, they're all in the hieroglyphics. They're everywhere. The the um, creatures that some people on ancient aliens believe were aliens um, mm. are people with cat heads. Oh, my. Cats are pretty, 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 pretty cool. Oh. Oh. I just think there's, I love cats so much. 
They're oh. just slinky, and they're like, I've got confidence. They, sometimes I don't like cats. Pers- they all different are so personalities, smug. though. They're not all the same. No, they're really not. I know, but if we're if we're just batching them all together for the sake of making the conversation easier, which is why God created stereotypes. I don't know if He did. I think hmm. cats are smug. Dogs, by and large, are fun, good personalities, and cats are smug. They have their own personality. Like dogs will adapt to yours. They also don't care if you're around. Which I like. Which is great. You can go away for the weekend. Yes. They're like, oh, I didn't even know you left. Whatever. Yeah, that's true. Think (laughs) of it this way, Steve. You have kids. Dogs are more like dev. Right? They're Mm -hmm. happy. They're goofy. They're fun. Yeah. Cats are more like Adeline's going to be at 16. A little more disinterested. Yeah. Like, I hate you. No. You can't tell me what to do. Do either of you think that you said I hate you to your parents at any point? Yes. Oh no. Absolutely. Are you me? Yeah, I did. Not my you know, dad. Oh, I was afraid I wouldn't of him. have been allowed to. I yeah. would say to my dad, I don't like you anymore. And he'd oh. go, I like you. <laughs> That's nice. Oh. But then later it became I hate you, Mom. Oh. <laughs> it's just hormones talking. I know. It's tough. Yeah. My sister and mom, they went through a tough time. Oh yeah. Girls with daughters with their mothers can be a little challenging. Yep. But I've heard from a lot of people who recently who have um I bet like if you poll 10 people I bet six never said I hate you to their parents. I I base that on anecdotal conversations with people who have had uh teenagers. So it's uh, it gives me hope that the teenage years though they will present their own unique set of challenges that you don't even sniff at a young age that it won't result in. Sometimes people talk about it like it is just the Great Depression. (laughs) Welcome to the darkness of your parenting. And then I talk to other parents of teenagers who are like, this is so great. This is so fun. This I connect with them in such a different way. Because they start becoming adults, like little adults. Right. And having their own opinions, and it's fun to see how they think. I have no kids. I don't know what I'm talking about. In Arizona... It's illegal to feed garbage to pigs without a permit. There is an exception, though. If you're only feeding your own household garbage to your own pigs. (laughs) So you can't just pass a pig on the street in Tucson and say, here, eat this styrofoam cup. (laughs) Save that for the goats. Yeah. But you could do that at home if you had your own pig and it was your garbage. Hmm. The creator of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air named Carlton... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. After a nerdy college friend of his named Carlton Cuse, who oh. went on to be one of the creators of the show Lost. Oh, really? Yeah, Carlton huh. Cuse and J.J. Abrams put their brain together and created one of the coolest first three seasons of a show ever. <laughs> oh, How many can, seasons well, were there? I think it was either five or six. Really? Okay. And it... uh. It stretched on. It should have been like a three-season show. But, man, that show, I've said it before. I'll say it right now. Sure. That show had more no way moments right at the end of an episode than any other show I've ever Is watched. Is that right? Yes. I've never heard that. Oh, my gosh. It was fantastic. Like, with a cliffhangers? Yes. Or a reveal of something, and then... The screen would go black, and then the letters L-O-S-T would come up, and you knew, I have to see the next episode. And I was watching it on Netflix DVDs at the time. Really? You should test drive it, Donna. You, you said don't have to watch the whole thing. The letters L-O-S-T would come up after? Every episode. This is, if you watch the show, people who have watched the show know exactly what I'm talking about. Because you're like, wait, this happens, this happens. Oh! <gasps> Look who just showed up, or look who just died, or who is this person? No idea. And then you'd be like, what the bleep was that? Oh, I loved that show. If I could relive any show, it would be lost. If I could go in blind, men in black me, erase my memory, it would be it would be lost. I thought oh, you were gosh. talking about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That, that's a good question for people. What would you <laughs> like on. to rewatch that without is. just going in and not knowing? <laughs> Donna thought that whole time I was talking about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I go, why would it say Lost at the end oh of my God, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Oh, she thought I was talking about Fresh no. Prince. I'm like, I've never heard that in my life. <laughs> the cliffhanger at the end of every episode? <laughs> I'm like, what? It's he died? She came from where? Uh, Who's that? I'm going to watch Lost. In I've West never watched Philadelphia, Lost. born and raised. <laughs> what? <laughs> I must have like left for a second and come yeah, back and you I do were, that. Yeah. Um, it happens. It's nice to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> when Thank we come you. back, uh Dawn watched another episode of Impeachment. We'll get her take on that coming up next on Dawn and Steve. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. I was gonna watch the Bob Ross documentary yesterday. Never got to it. Fast forward to this email from Stacy, and this is not the first email that we've gotten about this. Oh, no. Have you watched the Bob Ross documentary yet? Oh. Donna was right about him. Well, now we're going to have to watch it. And what is it that you're right about? That he's he creepy? He sounds a little pervy. pervy. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, a little dab on top of that peak. Okay. You feel like he's really enjoying it on a different level that's questionable. Or or that he is just calmly talking with people about what to do next. And he knows that the world is a cacophony of sounds coming at you all day. And he wants to be a pleasant, soothing, even-toned delivery. Okay. 
You have any audio to back this up, Don? I mean, to me, he always sounds peaceful, and he's just he's taking you through. He's probably doing it for his own enjoyment. No, what? Yeah, he loved. It's called the joy of painting. We have. He loves painting. You know, we have. uh, Women have a certain sense about people that sometimes men don't pick up on, and it's called stranger danger. Mm -hmm. And And you're um, getting it from Bob Ross? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I mean, honestly. He gives me a little bit of like a maybe a Kevorkian vibe. Maybe Ew, not that far. Really? Are you, I mean, wow. Okay, a bit up in here. He's just trying to teach you how to paint. There. It's also the wet sounds. Yeah, yeah. I could do without that. Indian yellow and a touch of permanent red. Right there. Calmly telling you how to paint. All right, I'm going to try to be mature. Okay, today. maybe right here there's another one. Mm-hmm. Now, as I get farther away from the fire, less and less you're going to see. Mm-hmm. See, that's so. It's about paint. Fine. Is it, though? And I bet back it looks... Here, we're just going to begin putting a little bit of stuff. But don't worry too much about highlights back in here. <laughs> I bet you he's painting something beautiful, too. I'm sure he is. Oh. But if you didn't know he was painting and you just heard that audio, you'd be like, what is that guy doing? Yeah, because the sound. The it's the dabbing. brushstroke sound. Yeah. yeah. The dabbing yeah. is a little weird. Dab. Don't like that word. <laughs> a little dollop. You guys. Got you, another you email. You ladies are like 12-year-old boys when it comes to <laughs> Sir Bob Ross. Never knighted, by the way. Just <laughs> by you. Think by of the- all the blowhards that have been knighted. <laughs> and Bob Ross, no we got another email here. has nothing to do with Bob Ross. It All says, right. I thought Steve was talking about Fresh Prince, too, until he said it brought up Lost at the end. Mm. He went from Fresh Prince and back to Lost oh. without telling us he was changing shows. Mm. Oh, could be. So, well, saying. I certainly don't think you're alone, Donna, in your state or, what, or just whatever's going on. <laughs> Of course not. We all have our supporters and our detractors. All right, that's fine. Uh, okay, so Dawn, have you watched Impeachment? I Amer- have. American Crime Story? Was there another episode last night? There was an episode last night. Uh, one of the only channels where I can get... I do use somebody's it's password okay. in my family. No okay. judgment. Fine. And so whenever you go to their apps, a lot of times they're uploaded the next day. And so I don't get a chance to see something in the moment. Oh. They don't have a live TV feature. Got it. Um, but FX does. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can watch this tonight because I always feel left out when Jason and Alexis talk about something and I haven't watched it. I almost want to turn it down because I don't like spoilers. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. right. I'm like, oh no, I'm going to know what's going to happen. So anyway, I was like, I got to watch it. Well, the first thing I will say is that the first episode was an hour. Yeah. And I watched it not live, but without commercials the next day. And so it was 44 minutes for me. Sure. This live episode, an hour went by. It was 10 o'clock because it started at 9 p.m. And then it wasn't stopping at 10.01. And I'm like, wait a minute. So I looked at the schedule an hour and a half. Oh, Real, oh so you were up late. Oh, it's like watching a movie, like starting at 9 p.m. So that pissed me off because the first episode was an hour. You don't do that. You don't switch from an hour to then an hour and a half. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's sure. that's a bait that's and a switch. Real, that's a real usually the, usually the first episode is the longest. Right. Yeah. And then they peel back. Do you know what I've been doing is 
<clears throat> I've been looking to see how long it is yeah. before I start watching and go, do I have enough time to commit? I would to have this? never started watching it. I right. would have just said, whatever, I'll be spoiled. But um, so we're really getting into in this second episode, um, just the real obsession that Monica, poor Monica had with Bill. Yeah. And it goes from going back to the first time, you know, she saw him and just how starry eyed she was. And just to remind everybody out there, I think every woman in the country had a crush on Bill Clinton. I think so too. It's very charismatic, very charming. He had this thing about him that was like a twinkle in his eye. Yes. And that's, that's probably why he won the election. Um, They even mentioned that in, in the, uh, in the series here, they're saying, you know, some of the um, there's somebody that plays Ann Coulter who does a great job. Kobe Smulders, I think her name is. Oh, oh wow, yeah. she's great. She's from How I Met Your Mother. She is so good in this role. You basically can't even tell it isn't. Wow. <laughs> she's like, well, you know, because of course she's on the conservative side and she she's like, well, all the women got happy because um, the women in America got their boyfriend elected elected into the White House. Mm. Everybody's boyfriend. So that's kind of a funny perspective that you just don't remember if you don't really think back to that time. And you really see how she was so naive and she's like 21, you know, put in this position where I feel like, of course, it's an abuse of power. Right. I mean, she's absolutely she um, there was a lockdown of the government. And so the interns got to go into the West Wing because nobody was working. So they're like, listen, we need people to be here and bodies to answer the phone. So all the interns were like, what? We got to we get to go into the West Wing. And that's when she really made contact with Bill Clinton. Right. And then it was, um, you know, he was dashing eyes and giving her longing looks. And then there's a scene where he walks, she sees him walking by and she kind of pulls up her dress to the side and shows off her thong. Which I remember in the pre-interviews, she mm-hmm. said she did not want to leave that part out. I'm not talking about like a full butt song shot. I'm talking sure. just the side of her underwear. And he saw that and then started inviting her into, you know, a side office that he had. And, oh, no. you know, you just really see um, like the how, grooming the happening. Grooming and this obsession that she had with him where she would, you know, so they made contact with each other. They had this five month affair and then. Before the election, Paula Jones, there was all this Paula Jones stuff going on. And so um, people were sort of aware of her, the people close to him, they were aware of Monica's connection with him and why, you know, and they, they which is why she got booted out of that area, the Pentagon, where she met Linda Tripp. And she was so puppy dog in love with, she kept talking about a man who was in the administration, who she was her boyfriend, her secret boyfriend. Who was unavailable. And Linda Tripp picked up on it. And she was already bitter. Desperate. Yep. Desperate because she was very bitter about being booted out of her position in the West Wing. And now just basically, you know, we all think of like, wow, how cool would it be to work in the Pentagon? But if you're sent off to the Pentagon and you work in the West the Wing, House, yep. yeah, that's not a good position to be in. It was basically just an office job in a cube. And so we really see her desperation. And then you see, you know, it's all from the women's perspective. So you have Paula Jones, who's so naive, yep. Monica, who's so naive, and then Linda Tripp, who for the first time, it's like I see her position as to why she did what she did. I'm not condoning it, 
you know, she basically befriended Monica knowing there was something going on and that it was her big chance to get revenge and write yep. a book and yep. have meaning to her life again. So what, what would you do in that case? In what case? In Linda, Linda Tripp's case. Oh, my gosh. It's so hard to tell because I'm not at that age. Sure. You know, I'm not, she, I haven't been ousted from. It's just a totally different perspective. Yeah. I, I, I got to say, I would probably just mind my own business. Yeah. And be like, hey, you know what? I don't, I don't want to hear any more about this. Yeah. Like, don't. Don't, don't tell, tell me. me. Yeah, because the responsibility of knowing something—it's it's a burden. <laughs> yeah. And like, what? What did I do that uh, now this burden is on me? When somebody says to me, "Hey, do you want to hear something?" I very often I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't tell me! Don't tell me!" If I now have to have some moral dilemma, exactly. Of do I need to be the one because this person isn't courageous enough to say something about it? Yes. Now do I have to? Be, I don't want it. I don't want it. Leave me out of this. Yeah, yeah just don't. Uh, to be honest with you, I would probably want to know every bit of it. But then yeah. I, I, I don't feel like I would be writing a book or contacting people. Absolutely We have not. to remember that she was a conservative and she was a part of the Bush administration. Sure. And she really respected um, the honored, office. Yeah. Yeah. Honored the White House, respected the office. And she didn't appreciate the things that were going on, especially with um, the whole travel. There was a whole um, controversy with the, the travel agency within the White House. Sure. And how the Clintons came in and fired eight people and just brought in their own people. And so that was the first big no-no that she felt was wrong. Yep. Um, so, you know, it is, it's just a great perspective about from the women's point of view yeah i appreciate that i do like that um i really do also like clive owen's performance because it isn't an impersonation of it's not an is it an impression or an impersonation i always get the confused he's not just doing like the i did not have sexual relations he's not not trying to do that so much it is reminiscent it's subtle and it's more about the acting Got it's it. more about how he's lecherous to Monica. Got you know? it. And, and I like that mm. because we don't need we don't need uh, Will Ferrell in there <laughs> or mm, whoever mm, used mm. to impersonate him. Right. No, no, Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond. Yeah. You know that would be just a caricature. Um, it, it's interesting that you uh, said, um, "Oh gosh, uh, Colby Smulders is doing the Ann Coulter." She wasn't even the original person cast in that role. It was um, Betty Gilpin from Glow, who plays the main character oh, in the yes, in Glow. She the would blonde. have been great too. Yep, yep. Oh, so well, I don't oh, well, remember why she kind of was replaced, but well, she is doing probably well, one of the best jobs on the show. I would nice. say. What do yeah. you think of that Beanie Feldstein as Monica? I like it. I like it a lot. Where okay. should I know her from? Uh, she was in the movie Book Smart. She's also um, she's like a character actress. She's the br- she's a sister of very famous actor who was in. We'll get there. We got this. She was oh, in Lady guys... Bird, How to Build a Girl. No, her brother is the very famous Josh Feldstein. No, it's not <laughs> the same last say. name. I'm sorry, I'm uh, having a brain fart. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Oh, is got her it. Yes. Okay. Josh. 
Got it. <laughs> wow, that whole family is all into in in the business. Yeah, and I think Jordan uh, Feldstein is a manager. He manages Maroon Five. But he passed away. Didn't he pass away? And they wrote a song for him. Oh. Am I crazy? No. Oh, I love this. This is like no, you're six right. degrees of... You're right. Died uh, December 22nd, 2017. Guys, yes, this, I don't want to talk about Let's just go. All right. Danielle on a touch of <laughs> I would like to know who comes out in the worst light here. President Clinton for an affair in the White House or Bob Ross for painting on a white canvas. <laughs> I think I've mentioned it earlier, but in case you missed it, oh, yeah. if you have questions or comments or something we can help you with, yeah, please send feel me free a to text. pop us a line. We'd like to know what you want. <laughs> He's got a squirrel Ooh, in his like pocket. We'd like to know what you want. Is that a squirrel in your pocket, Bob? <laughs> All right, when we come back, it'll be time for if you see something, okay. say something. Um, Randomly, I stumble on this interview. I forget why it came up yesterday. And I was like, oh, you know, I talked to Johnny Depp one time, name drop. And uh, and I was like, oh, let me see if I can pull this up. I find it. And then I forgot that I talked about a topic with him that ended up coming in headlines in regards to the fall of Army Hammer. Did I cause it all? <laughs> Butterfly effect. We will listen to my conversation with Johnny Depp. And Army Hammer comes up. When we come back, it is Donna and Steve on My Talk. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Let's do it, Steve. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. 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 Um, so, I forget how this came up yesterday. Commercial break during Twin Cities Live. Elizabeth and I both smoking menthols, Newport menthol mm, cigarettes. Oh, great. As we do during the break. Right. And that's not true. Don't smoke, kids. Elizabeth has like a spit cup right now. Oh, she also yeah. chews. Yeah. She's almost always she got a dip in. Well, and once we switch to HD, a lot of people start to email about that. Yeah. Uh, also not true. Don't chew tobacco, kids. It's Any all bad. Way. Um, I don't know why Johnny Depp came up. Some, somehow this came up. And I was like, oh, you know, I interviewed Johnny Depp a few years ago, but it's a little bit hard to find because I did this interview when Johnny Depp was in the movie The Lone Ranger. And I did it for a show that was got like a test of eight episodes, let's say, oh. and then it got canceled. So I actually thought my last job before Twin Cities Live uh, in television was with Reels. Reels is owned by Hubbard Broadcasting. And uh, they had let me know, hey, we're not going to keep you here at Reels anymore, so you're free to find some stuff. And I was like, oh, great, that's terrible. Oh, okay. And then so one of the j- shows that I looked into was this show called The Hollywood Mix, it aired on KTLA, uh, sort of a popular channel out in Los Angeles, and it was an entertainment show. It was sort of like an entertainment tonight yeah. kind of a thing. So anyway, um, I was one of the reporters on this show, just did a couple of stories with them, and was really hoping that this show gets picked up. Lou and I would have moved from New Mexico right back to L.A., where we had lived for eight years prior to moving there. Wow. It was all going to be great. And then the show did not get picked up, and that was a gut punch. And then uh, we had to go on from there. Anyway, all's well that ends well. So happy to be here. <laughs> but that's where this story comes from. That's why it was tough to find. But I pulled this story up yesterday of me talking to Johnny Depp. And I listened to the conversation. And then at one point, the topic of cannibalism came up. And no. in the movie The Lone Ranger, Johnny Depp was starring opposite Army Hammer. 
And then I thought, wait a minute. Weren't we talking about cannibalism with mm-hmm. Army Hammer recently? <laughs> Remind me of yes. that story. Oh. What was it with, uh, so, with Army? Basically, a, a few women that he had been with said that he has said things like, you know, I want to salt and pepper your arm and eat it and things like that. I want to barbecue you. Yes, barbecue And he brings you. it up a lot sexually. <clears throat> oh, yeah, uh, would th- would that be a welcome thing to hear? My no, word, it gets in a worse than that. But let's not talk about. Yeah, it. he's just oh. he's just a yeah, real real mm-hmm. deviant. Well, fella, you've heard of the butterfly effect. <laughs> yes, the butterfly effect is a butterfly butterfly flaps its wings, and then that causes a change, which causes a change, which causes a change. Meaning every little last thing that we do changes everybody's trajectory. Sure. So yes, I then wonder. In some way, was I the cause of the downfall of Army Hammer? What we'll what we'll do? Oh, you incited this. Since we frankly don't have any other topics in this segment, yeah, we will just play <laughs> this out from the top. This is a conversation with Johnny Depp. I, by the way, you'll hear me saying that I decided to go out. He loves wearing hats. You always see him in a hat. So I find a hat maker in Santa Fe. Whoops. And uh, I, I find this hat maker in Santa Fe and say before the interview and say, "Do you want to make a hat for Johnny Depp?" And if so, I will present it and give your company a name drop wow during the interview so they custom make him a hat the whole thing cannibalism i bring up about midway through but we'll listen to it from the top enjoy it's gonna get dramatic johnny i can feel it i can feel the drama you can sense it yeah once i walked in i saw you sort of step back i had to so here's the deal (laughs) well before we get into the drama with johnny depp First, a little background. All right, so here's the deal. They, they fly out to Santa Fe, and then they give you the day to just sort of check out the city before you talk to Johnny Depp. But we are on a mission. Let's go. The mission, get to a custom hat shop in Santa Fe where this guy, Cowboy Scott, made a hat just for Johnny. How cool is that? But first, he's going to have to pass our test. What we're playing for today is a beautiful custom-made hat by O'Farrell Hat Company here in Santa Fe, made for Johnny Depp. Mind you. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. so then I win. It, you're gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> this is either gonna be your prize or a parting gift. Either way, you're getting a hat. But I'm gonna have to work for it. Here we go. We'll, we'll cue dramatic music in post production. I'm sure. Favorite TV show growing up? Hogan's Heroes. The last book you read? Was uh, Choke. Chuck Palahniuk. Worst car you've ever driven? A '71 Electra Deuce and a quarter. Whoa. A Buick. Yeah. There's a vision. <laughs> uh, if starving, which Lone Ranger cast member do you eat first? Army. <laughs> Doesn't taste it. Yeah, you know, handsome guy. Probably sure. tastes like, you know, a combination between chicken and steak. <laughs> oh or you say ostrich, I guess. We'll go with army tastes like ostrich. Oh. With an answer like that, I gotta give Johnny the win. But now the moment of truth. Would our Hollywood mix giveaway gift fit? This is custom made. Wow. O'Farrell Hat Company here in Santa Fe. They found your style. They think this is the right size. That, that looks like, wow. And if you see your name is in there, custom made for Johnny Depp. Oh. You're not able to zoom in on that. Pure beaver custom made for Johnny Depp. Do you want to try it on? See how, see how it fits? Pure Fits. beaver. Does it fit good? It fits good. Yeah, you may want to turn it up this way. I don't know. Yeah, I know you like to get a little bit funky with it. Yeah, that's awesome. I feel good about this. Johnny Depp, boom. There you go. Thank you your so very much. Own hat. That's your party gift. No, I'd say you want. Thank you, brother. You I did want. win, right? Yeah. Because oh. Army tastes like awesome. Because you taste like awesome. <laughs> what? That's weird. You made no. it happen. Did I cause the downfall? Great interview, by the way. Oh, <laughs> Super you. cute. We'd go, by the way, let me just tell you this. Now, this was uh, back in June of 2013. Oh. Let me just say, Johnny Depp could not have been 
kinder he was at the so time. nice i love him he i was just wish he was with all your hijinks and uh yes he was Aww. and you can tell from you can always tell when you interview these celebrities in a junket when you walk into their space mm-hmm. you can tell immediately are they going to play ball or do I need to fight for it and try to get right. something out of them by the right. end of it? And he was instantly uh, just super lovely and fun. And How much was that hat? But then I brought cannibalism up. Uh, my guess, I don't know, because they made it for him just to get the name drop and oh, to now so, know that Johnny Depp. it's made from beaver skin. I'm sure that I would or guess that's... the name of the company? No, it was O'Farrell Hat Company in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I'm uh, it was pure beaver fur that it was made out of. And, it looked uh, good pelt. on him. And yeah, looked just like something he would wear. Yeah, I really did. Hopefully, the beaver just got like hit by a car or something. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my, my guess is that's at least a three hundred dollar hat. Okay. You know, that's no, nice. Come change for Johnny Depp. Sure. I'm not saying I'm friends with him. Why are you doing yeah, this? I can't believe they didn't give you a show. You were good. But, that was so good, and you looked oh, you looked, you looked so, so like cute. I looked young, is what don't you were going to say. No, no, no. You don't look much older Different, now. No. Um, I. I, well, I was I wasn't hosting that show. I was just going to be a reporter, and I was really oh, I was convinced that show was going to get picked up. And it we were moving good. back to L.A. It looked good. It, it did. did. Did you like L.A.? Yeah, we really grew to like L.A. But it was there's a lot that we don't miss about it. There were lovely parts of it, and then we always thought this isn't our final yeah place. Yeah. Let's go to the tundra. Let's go to America's yeah, Siberia. Let's get cold. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, Don McLean. Bye. Thank you. We love you. Yeah. And when we come back, we're going to tell you what artist says American award shows are full of resentment and hatred.